Welcome, 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 Real Stories podcast listeners to another exciting edition of Real Stories with Brian and Graham. Hey, we're here today. Uh, we interviewed an awesome young man uh, named Brett Montgomery. Brett was a two-sport athlete in high school, played golf and basketball for the Upper Rams uh, from about 2017 to 2020. Uh, was a really good kid, great golfer. And today he came on just to really kind of mostly talk about golf, but a little basketball, a little COVID, a <laughs> little how you make money playing golf. Yeah, I, th- I think what he's what he's really trying to expose is that uh, what he's doing is kind of a non-traditional route to his dream. Yeah, uh, it was a really great conversation that went uh, from, you know, how he started playing golf as a youth and uh, I think a good little primer if somebody's out there and their kid wants to play golf about how you get involved in competitive youth golf yeah and uh, then all the way up through I mean I'll just read you guys um, some, some honors that, that Brett earned so Brett was first team all Ohio uh, in 2019 in golf that's the uh, he, he finished second place which is the highest anyone from upper Sandusky and I'm pretty sure Wyandotte County has ever placed in the state golf tournament he was one shot away from essentially winning it uh he got 17th in state in 2018 and 7th in 2017 he was the northwest district player of the year three times he was the sectional player of the year four times he was the n10 conference player of the year four times and he was the n10 tournament champion three times he lost by one shot his freshman year it's amazing. Uh, yeah, so I mean, he really uh, had a fantastic career. I was telling Brian uh, earlier the stat, which is crazy. In four years of golf, he lost to a total of 25 golfers. And 16 of those were his junior year in the tournament. And then 16 of them were at the state tournament his junior year. So wrap your head around that. That's he incredible. loses the 25 kids in four years of playing golf. Yeah, that, that's medalist every dual meet. That's uh, every time we played, he won. That's I mean, all, it was wild. Just goes out and wins, right? Yeah, that's what you want to know. Uh, he graduated during COVID. He also played basketball on a really solid Upper Rams basketball team that got cut short uh, in the district tournament by COVID. He, we talked a little bit about that and about graduating during COVID. He signed to a full scholarship to Akron, uh, and then Akron closed down its golf program. He rebounded, went to Marshall, played for, really only really played for a year at Marshall. He redshirted for a year and then played for a year and has now decided to try to go earn a little bit of money playing (laughs) golf. And that's kind of what we talked the most about, I would say. You know, it's something that uh, you oftentimes look at people and you go, how does that person make money? Well, what you're going to hear here in, in this episode is um, the way to do that and that there's a million different ways that you can earn a living. Yeah. And, and he's not just like hustling people. No, no. Is, this <laughs> Which is, is how I try to be like, oh, I really suck at this. You want to give me 50 bucks if I make this shit, you know, make yeah, this putt. It's not tin cup. <laughs> it's not tin cup. So yeah, he's a, he really is a, he's a cool guy. He's just a great young man Yeah, uh, that's, that's trying to make a living playing golf. And knows that it's probably going, you know, it'll last as long as it can last. And then he'll go get a normal job. He's like, got a window. He sees it open and he's going to try. I give him a lot of credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Well, folks, hey, I hope that everyone, uh, whether you're a golfer or not, whether you're an aspiring golfer, an old time golfer, or just never played golf, I think you'll still enjoy this real story of Brett Montgomery. Right, Real Stories podcast listeners, we are joined here today uh, with a young man, our youngest interview on the podcast so far, Brett Montgomery. Brett is a former Upper Sandusky athlete, student athlete, was a great kid in high school, graduated in 2020 during the COVID pandemic yep. right the at COVID, the beginning. The COVID year, yep. COVID class. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and Brett's getting ready to uh, try to further his golf career. Uh, down south yep. uh, trying to make some money playing golf and before he left i thought we'd chit chat with him so welcome thanks it's been a couple months in the making <laughs> i know Glad we finally got to do it agreed you grew up in harpster or? yep grew yep. up in harpster since four or five years old okay um i always went to upper sandusky schools and i was blessed with having the best parents um, they're awesome people awesome yeah. people they are um, they are. You, I mean, you can introduce them. They are. Oh, Brian <laughs> and Beth Montgomery. There you go. Yeah. Um, so Brian went to Ridgedale, yep, correct? Yep. And played baseball. Played and, baseball, basketball. Yep. All that stuff. Ended up at Ashland University. Yep. Pitched playing. at Ashland. Yep. Oh. Couple World Series. Did your mom also go to Ashland? She did, yeah. Yep. From Cincinnati. Yeah, just then, north of. Went to Lebanon High School. Yep. Uh, and then ended up there. They got married yep. and you know, we here all know how it happens. You ended up here. Tell us about your like youth golfing experience. Um, dad had to pretty much beg me to come to the golf course with him when I was a kid. Cause I wanted to just stay home and hang out, play outside, do all the kids stuff. Uh huh. And it would be Xbox, like, Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah. All yeah. that fun stuff. <laughs> it's like, Hey, you want to come to the golf course with me? I'm like, no, not really. And then progressively getting older, I started to go more and more and kind of caught the bug when I was really early. How old were you when you started like wanting to go? I don't like maybe six, seven. Oh, okay. So still, but there's pictures of me like with dad when I was two or three years old. Did you you have a home course that you played? Hickory Grove in Archer. Yep. Hickory Grove. Um, Uh, That's a shame. I thought that would actually give us a good opportunity to talk about Hickory Grove. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, It is. It was great. It sucks. Great golf course, 18 hole golf course, the only one in Wyandotte County. Yep. And they had the horn, the little three hole loop, 10, 11, 12. Uh huh. You could just show up in the evenings. Like we'd go during sunset all the time. Yeah. And just play three holes and have fun and. I remember the first time on number 12, it was like 100 yards to the fairway, and I could not get the freaking ball to the fairway. And I finally <laughs> did, and I remember the day. Uh, Dad and I were so excited. Nice. I don't know how old I was. That, yeah. That was but, your first milestone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ripping a 100-yard drive yeah. down there. And, and it sucks because all my first milestones were at Hickory. And now yeah. it's like I, I would love to go play it again. I yeah. can still remember all the details and everything. And it probably closed, what, like seven or eight years ago now? Um, every bit of yeah we'll have uh i'll do some research and i'll I'll throw in some facts on that but yeah i would guess i think i was 12 or so i think i was 12 years old so nine or ten years ago um so hickory did you uh like kurt byers was he oh yeah yeah and that's how you guys got to know kurt yep yeah uh a lot of the guys that my dad's buddies that we still play golf with a lot are from hickory and that's how brock and i Got to know them. They play play other courses now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So then uh, you played there. When did you first start playing tournament golf? I was probably eight or nine years old. Okay. Playing in the Hogas, the Heart of Ohio Junior Golf Association. Yep. 
And they were good because they weren't like ultra competitive and it was kind of just to get kids like yeah. in the mindset to go play there and were, play with other kids and not only play with your family. But yep. you certainly could be as competitive as you wanted in that For league. sure. Yeah, and there were a few kids really good and then you also could play in it if you were just trying to get good. Exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you didn't feel bad about being a little not, not quite as good as right. some of the kids. Yeah. yeah, it was very socially acceptable for kids to go and shoot like a million because <laughs> yeah. the parents wanted them to play in tournaments and the kids wanted to go play. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's perfect. Kids are still everybody. doing that. I mean, sure. it, kids yeah. since I we were in school um, have been doing, I think it started in oh, it was, 87. As I say, it was around when I was in middle school and that was about 85, 86, 87. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was going then. Yeah. I mean, good. it's a, it's a good, it's a good club. Yeah. Uh, did you win any of those? Uh, I think just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I'm sure the at, trophies are somewhere. At, at what point after kind of, playing in those and i imagine finishing towards the top quite a bit did yeah you, did you start exploring that oh maybe maybe i'm pretty good at this i don't think that really hit me until like middle school okay when i would go play with like some older kids and high school kids and compete with them and beat them and i was like okay this is something that i could like be good at if i put time and effort into it and that's kind of when i started to be like okay i want to do this like yeah. a lot i want to go travel and i want to play and i want to play against better competition and not just the hogas Cause they were great. Like you get to stay close to home. You don't have to get hotels and travel a bunch, but like the competition. Well, there's also only six of them. Yeah. I mean, there's only maybe six a summer and it's just all local kids. Yeah. Right. I wanted to play against like kids from Cleveland or Cincinnati or Columbus and not just kids from the surrounding counties. Right. Hancock Crawford. Right. Yeah. (laughs) There, I mean, there's some good golfers around here. Don't get me wrong, but you get to central Ohio and Cincinnati. It's just so many solid super solid golfers yeah. it's crazy uh okay so uh you start planning those junior events and getting into middle school and you're doing other stuff because mm-hmm. you always play basketball I always right? play basketball play baseball till high school okay all the time every weekend we travel somewhere new for a tournament yeah did your dad ever coach any of those things pretty much all of them your dad okay yeah yeah did he have like a go-to assistant coach dad ken young oh geez that's awesome <laughs> man you guys had good leader i mean that's great we did it some was great awesome. dudes to lead you randy riley oh yeah uh like elementary basketball mm-hmm. it was awesome he he coached us four through sixth grade man yeah who was like your basketball crew back then um, you, and, you and evan young obviously yeah me evan young mason vent Gavin Carey and Kate Adams usually played up with us. Yep. Um, but we hung out with the kids that were a year older than us too. Trevor Clifford, Levi Malone, Jason Holly. Oh yeah. And yep. we're still really good friends with all those guys, which is cool. A lot of guys and a lot of people in general don't talk to a lot of people they went to high school with. Right. But me and nine of my buddies still have a group chat that we talk in every single day. We hang out whenever everybody's home. We try oh, yeah. to do stuff together and everybody has the golf bug too now, which is cool because everybody wants to go play with me and we try to get a couple groups to travel somewhere and go play. And it's a lot of fun. The, the older you get, the more you, all your friends are like, Oh, now I want to really do that. I want to like play golf. Yeah. When there's yeah. no more basketball games and no more Friday night football games and you don't have yeah. other sports or competitive stuff to do. It, it's an easy way for older people being like out of high school. It's an easy way for older groups of friends to compete against each other. Exactly. Still. Yeah. yeah. And still hang out and, and still be, hang out yeah. and then drink beer. Exactly. Know, that's what it comes it to. It makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. It is I, I, high school golf. I, I mean, you know, and then college golf. And then obviously when you're playing golf professionally, that's a different level of golf than what all of us are playing. But, uh, 
it, it gets more fun when you're older and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, like if, if I shoot 47, it's not going to be in the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody's putting it in the newspaper. <laughs> it's not going to be on Twitter. It's not in the newspaper <laughs> or X I should say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, nobody I pick cares. my ball up and go back to the cart and have a drink while the rest of these guys finish yeah. out the hole. It I'll take a matter. I'll take a bogey on this one yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to move on. Count me out. Okay. Uh, yeah. In high school, the struggle like is real because kids are, you have all levels and you know, there's kids that are really good and there's a lot of kids that aren't. And everybody good. knows about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's in the newspaper every single week. Yeah. If so, you play bad, there's no hiding from it. No. The entire community knows because everybody reads the freaking newspaper. Yeah. And but, by the time you get back to school the next day, everybody probably already knows about it. Yep. Too. And everybody's yeah. parents and, and everybody's their grandparents. Parents. Yep. At everybody. least that's not, I mean, I always joke. I joked when you were in school because uh, people would still, I'd be in the grocery line at at ANA or Drug Mart or somewhere, they'd be like, How's the golf team doing this year? I'd be like, mm, Well, thanks for asking. We're 11 and 0. <laughs> and I'm like, One of the best players in the state. I'm glad that you don't know. Yeah. Because in a couple years, when I'm not good, <laughs> you also won't know that. But the football team, they lose a game on Friday. Yeah. And by 10 o'clock Friday night, oh, I don't know about the coach. I just don't, not sure. Yeah. At least golf, it's like golfers know and all golfers know that sometimes you're on and sometimes you're sometimes not sometimes it can be ugly yep so okay so you get to high school i thought this brian and i talked about this that um you know we can talk about like obviously you were a three-time state qualifier yeah two-time all ohio yep uh and you know second place your senior year mm -hmm. uh, which is the best you know it, th that's the highest individual golfer from upper sandusky yeah uh, that's in both of those situations. Yeah. But I, I, I thought we could obviously, I've told you this before too, Brian, I could probably ask Brett like, okay, walk me through that round, uh, your sophomore year. He probably uh, knows I could, yeah. almost every shot. Like, oh, I remember I was between six iron and seven iron and then like picked a seven and was short and, you know, but we're not going to do that. But I did uh, just want to sort of briefly talk about your senior year mm -hmm. um, when we finished, you finished second. Yep. Little I say we because I was like, you know, walking alongside. <laughs> Driving him to the mountain. It, it did help me a lot more than you probably realized <laughs> at the time. May, maybe. Just kind of uh, ease the nerves. Because yeah. it was super nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. Especially because we had the leaderboard and we mm -hmm. were updating it and we knew that we were at the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, th the state golf tournament is a two-day event. Uh, and so, you got to – and there's no cuts or anything. Everybody makes the cut. And both where days. is that? It was at North Star senior year. It was. So it, it, Division Two goes back and forth from North Star, which is up in Sunbury. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next year, it'll be at Scarlet out of oh, Ohio State. Scarlet. Okay. Yeah. And, and a lot of the, the purists will say they should have it at Scarlet every year. They yeah. should just make it work. I thought North Star was great. Uh, yeah. North. I mean, they were both great courses mm -hmm. anyway. Uh, so anyway, so do you remember your scores from that year, your senior year? I don't remember the score. I do not remember the scores exactly. Uh, I remember certain shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll get us uh, caught up. So it's basically you and Mason Witt. Yep. Uh, we're like the two, I mean, there's a lot of great, there's any player could have that day gone super low. All and, the Columbus Academy kids. Oh, they're all in contention. Yep. Mm. And um, who's your buddy from Wyoming, Cincinnati, Wyoming? Uh, Dylan Stevens was yeah. up there. Yeah, Dylan. Um, um, and so there's a lot of good players, yeah. obviously. Jack Sonny. Jack Sonny's a good who I'm friend. Thinking of. We played yeah. a lot of practice rounds and stuff together. Yep. 
so we go into day two in clearly in the hunt mm -hmm. you, you were i mean we were in the last group yep uh so we're top three yep. going into the last day uh and then as we work our way around the course like you're playing great making pars birdie here and there bogey here and there but we're like we get three holes left yep <laughs> and you're in the lead yeah I, I, first of all i made an i made like a six footer on 15 for par to stay in the lead yes then we get on 16 and that's where <laughs> shit started to go sideways yeah that was where i wanted to, to see how much of this you remember yeah oh yeah i remember so still haunts him to this day it's, it's par like. five par five yeah and it is uh, it's an with, awkward tee shot with a great drive it's reachable in two but it's but not really sketchy. not yeah. realistically i mean you can get it in two but it's like a perfect drive and a perfect three wood exactly. which in that situation you just don't do no so you play a drive down the right side yep we're in good shape and then not you, great shape but good shape good shape you're a little right and a little the right but i think uh somebody went over in the woods so we were like okay yeah but we're they better. weren't even I, I think at that point they weren't even in contention correct because we weren't playing with mason at the time right he was in the group ahead of us yeah i see that he's bogeyed 17 but yeah. i don't tell you that yet okay so now you you've got like, in hindsight you <laughs> probably should have well we were still playing the hole conservatively so we were, i didn't yeah. feel like there was any reason to tell you otherwise then i feel like you hit i forget what you club eight you iron it, laid up with an eight iron eight iron left rough and it went it kind of kicked left and into the left rough yep but you had a shot it was a pitching wedge if i remember it right. was it was 136 <laughs> yards yep and pin was front right and this entire green is just massive Oh yeah, and there's a huge ridge in the middle. And it's the like a two, front right, two tiered green. Yep. If you're up on the top, it's almost no an impossible two putt. Yep. So you want to keep it on that bottom side. Yeah, and there's like a little creek you have to hit over, and then you have like 20, 25 yards of fairway, and then there's an entire pond that surrounds the right side of the green. So we hit this pitching wedge, and been hitting like all through high school. It was just a little draw every shot. Oh yeah. And so it's like all right, pins are like front right. Let's just start at the pin. Draw it back to the middle of the green, and we'll have like ten or twelve feet for birdie, which is what we've been doing all day. Easy two putt for par at, at worst, worst. Yeah. par at worst. <laughs> yep. And we hit it, and it starts a smidge right of the pin and stays right there. And I still thought it was going to be fine. Oh yeah, because it was the right club. Yep. And this day it was freaking cold. So it was like rain pants, two pullovers, mm -hmm. winter hat, whole mm -hmm. ordeal. Yep. And this ball jumps out of the rough, lands like, what, eight to 10 yards short of the water? Yep. Bounce, 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 drink. Yep. No, it, was, it wasn't in the drink, though. Right? It was on the rock. That's right. It because was we thought rocks. about playing it. We were like, oh, man, like you could <laughs> play it, but man, what? It could, could break, also have. You could break a club pretty easy. I wasn't even worried about breaking a club yeah. at that point. But at that point, we're like, okay, worse now, just, just so you take a drop. Yeah, it was like we thought about playing it for a second, oh, yeah. but there was a rock behind the ball that would have made it hard to get to the back of it, and the ball could have gone anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we were only like, six or seven paces off the green i mean it was, it was a, right there yeah. yeah so we took our drop really easy up and down for bogey yep and i chip it like six feet past and miss it we make double and we go devil so now it's so easy. now we're down one now we're down we one. went from up one to down one yep. in 15 minutes <sighs> yep and i went from nervous <laughs> to super nervous oh yeah in 15 minutes <laughs> and, and, and half pissed because it wasn't mine to win at that point like no. when i was on 16t it was mine to lose correct <laughs> So then you make double on 16. It's like, well, shit, like. And then you thought immediately, you're like, well, it's over. Now I'm two back. And I, so, no, I was only one back at the time. That's right, one back. But you're still like, ah. And, and I'm 17's like, not an easy par three. 
That's long. And eighteen three. is maybe the harding the hardest finishing hole in the freaking state. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we have to get one on seventeen or hope he makes bogey on eighteen. Yep. Good par on seventeen. Good par on seventeen. It was a standard. Yeah. Uh, everything felt fine then. And yeah. then drive. Um, 18 is so hard. 18 because has you a can huge hit, mound on the left. And if you go over the mound, it's a pond. Yep. You can't and if go you're long. right of the fairway, you're in another pond. Yep. And so it's, it's maybe like 25 have, yard wide fairway. Yeah. But you OB don't left. need driver. It's like one of those ones no. where you can hit. You can hit driver, but it's like trying to land it on a pool table. I mean, it's like <laughs> borderline impossible. Yep. So what club did you? I think you hit like two iron it was out like, there, and you hit it left up on top of the mound. like on the yeah, like halfway up the mound. So when I'm standing over this ball, it's way below my feet. If I remember right, you had two o five. I had two o five downwind. <laughs> yep, fly or lie over. So you over because you drew it. You kind of ended up having to go over the water now. Yes, with a, a five iron off of like a downhill slope. No, 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 no. I Was hit it? seven iron. Or that's what I meant, seven Straight iron. downwind, flyer lie, adrenaline. In that situation, out of the fairway, no wind, I probably hit four or five iron. Yep. But it was like swing out of the shoes at a seven. Because you have nothing to lose at this point. Correct. Because at that point, like, you finish second or you finish eighth. Like, yeah. to me, there was no difference at the time. I just wanted to win. But you put it on. I did to like fifteen feet. It was the. It was <laughs> it to was, this day one of the best shots oh, that was, I've hit. That was an amazing. And the shot. video was awesome because oh, somebody. I think my dad got a video of it, and like I swung so hard, like almost fell backwards. You're standing behind me. You can see Brock up on the hill, and it lands, and you hear Brock in the back with his little <laughs> high pitched voice, like "Come on!" <laughs> and nice. there was so. I mean, there's probably eighty people there oh, on yeah. that hole. Oh, yeah, it's the finishing hole, and we're the last group coming in. Yeah, everybody was on there. The last All the state teams. Tournament. There's probably like 50 or 60 people that just came from Upper. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because Lots of Upper people. Shout out Brad Ehrman. He said that if you went to watch me at State and brought back the ticket, oh. it counted as a field trip. Yep. So all these people who really didn't give a shit went because they didn't have to go to school. But students. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's so, a, that's a so good, it was cool. That's a good thing for students to get behind. Yeah. You know? And it was cold enough that everybody had their varsity jackets on, too, so you could tell all the upper people yeah, it was were cool. there. Yeah, it was cool. And then you get second. I mean, it yeah, ends up. Just, you make par. I, he I had 15 made, feet. Yeah. Leave it. Leave it. I mean, I missed it. I, I would have missed it anyway, but it was a little short. I forget how. Sh- yeah. But anyway, it was an easy. It was like a tap in par. Yeah. And then we lose by one. Lose by one. Dun, dun. It was still awesome. Though. It was awesome. Uh-huh. It was so fun. That bogey so, on 16 still haunts me. I still have nightmares about it. Oh, yeah. Or the no, double. I'm already like but, uh, thinking about it for Brock this year. Like, we're going to get there. And then I can't wait to like all for him to birdie that hole. <laughs> just freaking hit it to the middle of the green, Brock. <laughs> Don't make seven. Uh, um, so, yeah. So then. Uh, with, so that was senior year. Senior right? year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would have been fall of 2019. Yeah. 2019. Sophomore year. We were at North Star, too. And we got eighth or ninth. Yeah. I thought you got seventh. Or seventh. Yeah. I think you got seventh. Um, didn't play great. Didn't play bad. It was just kind of like. And you were a sophomore. And it felt I was a like sophomore. A, yeah. yeah. It was cool. Because that's kind of like where coaches were like, okay, this kid's 15 years old and he's competing with these seniors who are being recruited to these like max schools yep. division one schools so that's kind of like also helped me with their whole recruiting process yeah yeah it's, junior it's year down there is just i just it, it was just a shit show <laughs> we played great the first day at scarlet oh yeah Shot like 73 74 it was cold windy 
Yeah, we were in the last group that time, yeah, too. Yeah, we were. We were in the hunt. And I had a great pairing. We were playing with Jack the last day because he played great the first day, too. And I was excited to play with my buddies. Here's an upper reference. You played with Jack and you played with, I forget his first name, but his last name was B-Now. Uh, Trevor B-Now. Trevor B-Now. Yeah, he's from Beckley. Who's he plays at Bexley. William & Mary. Bexley, yeah. He play, yeah, he goes to William & Mary now. Yep. His dad was from upper his dad was one of the b now mm-hmm. um his, one of the millions his dad was like i don't i forget who all those b nows are of that his dad was a lot older yeah like he, his, he was, his dad, his was, dad like was 60 late 60s yeah okay it was like kind of one of those like a, he's a good kid friend. though i like trevor a lot really good kid yeah. was a super nice kid. i played was, with him in college a couple times too yeah he was probably a great kid to have with you that day for sure because he was like very even steven oh, i mean you, if i mean he could make four hole in ones in a row and not crack a smile <laughs> and he could make eight triples in a row and not say a word about it no nope, he's just, he just very goes. head straightforward yeah. no emotion yeah it's a good way to Which sometimes those guys are good to play with and other times it's like dude like you're allowed to smile every <laughs> yeah. once in a while like yeah. have some fun <laughs> well uh, well, you brought it up, so we might as well uh, talk about the. I mean, it, it's almost comical now it to is, look yeah. back uh, on to a kid that literally you never hit like a a shank in high school. No. I would say I always hit it pretty freaking good in high school, especially junior year. I thought I always hit it good junior year. Oh, I mean, remember? Uh, was it Red Hawk that you qualified out of? Yeah, for districts. I it remember we turned the cold, card in, windy. <laughs> You shot like 71 or 71 and we were kind of like, wow, like who knows? And we like turned it in and the pro there was like, oh, good. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> and we're, we're like first group really? done. Yeah. And we're so we like, uh, like uh, he goes, no one's shooting under 80 out there today. Really? And we're like, what? And he goes, oh, we set this thing up so hard. Oh, like nice. we didn't think any kid would shoot under 76 or 77. Yeah. And that was true. Like I think second place, like 76. 77 or six. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we get Scarlet. We you play great day one. Yep. Uh, we, and I tried that, to take it easy that night too. I remember we talked about whether we wanted to get a hotel or not because Scarlet's only an hour away from right. Upper. We talked about getting a hotel or not. We ended up getting one. Evan stayed. Evan stayed. Um, we we kept Evan just to kind of yeah, have you have a your normal family, cool your family night. came up. Yep. So you were staying in the hotel with them. Evan came down to watch the first day. Decided to stay with me. Remember, we got back to the hotel, showered, hung out for a little bit, walked down the street to Kane's just like any normal night, like yep. a couple of high school buddies hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to think too much of it. Get to the course the second day. It was a great warm up. It was freezing cold that day. It was. And the warm up down there at Scarlet's awesome. They've That's got so your awesome. name. They've got your names on the on the wooden plates yeah. and like, like, oh, we're cool. Like we're gonna do this. First tee shot's fine. Yeah, it's just in a bunker. Fine, but in a fairway bunker, you, you we're like, okay, well, here we go. You put it on, make an easy par out of the bunker. Yep. It's like, okay, this will be fine. Yeah. Couple holes are fine. I doubled two. D- two, you hit a drive I right. Hit it right. In that, then, th- that row of three, there are like three oak trees. Yeah, and tried to punch it and topped it into the rough. The rough is so incredibly thick out there yep. that it's like, if you try to hit anything more than like eight iron out of that rough it's just oh yeah i couldn't like, there's luck. no way i would get anything over eight iron out of that no. rough. uh and then <laughs> the wheels uh there's one shot that i think was like the shot that maybe began it and that's at uh what's the par five four number four where 
a great drive gets it to where like you can you can definitely hit it over the water but mm. usually guys just try to hit it left it's because that green's so tough because it's like not very deep but super wide and super undulated yep so no matter where they put the pin you like you have so much club and you can't hold the green so you tried to hit so you go for the green but Brett, I, but yeah Brett so i was freaking six, 16 years old <laughs> wanting to win the tournament so of course i'm going for the green yeah uh and it's a shot you have you have like that shot in your bag yeah I, every everybody uh, knows laying up sucks yeah <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to nobody do it. yeah except, it's a safe thing to do it's not fun except trevor b now over there who's just like <laughs> bloop, just like poking a seven iron down the middle and like and his irons are so sharp and he always putted really well but anyway so you hit it short yeah and it rolls back in the water yep but we still got to drop on the other side because it crossed the hazard line. Yeah. So you drop, then nah, whatever happened, I feel like. Make you, double. You, you make bogey or double. Yeah. And then uh, it was about three holes of just like, that. because that wasn't a bad shot. That shot just was Unfortunate. Four, yard, four feet maybe short of where you needed it to land and yeah. then it rolled back down. Yeah. And then you kind of felt, uh, you just fell off. The wheels flew off. <laughs> And we're nowhere to be found. <laughs> no, it was so odd. And it, and we were even like, I remember sitting down with you and just being like taking some deep breaths yeah. and like, whew, we had a little backup and we're just trying to calm down. We were good with that too. Like we listened to like, we did like meditation stuff on the way there. Oh yeah. All that kind of stuff. No, to yeah, try you, to get you like relaxed, not be nervous. And we were like really good and solid doing that stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it's easy to do until, uh, until you, you, can't, on the first until you can't hit a golf ball. <laughs> when you've been able to hit a golf ball perfectly fine for the last five years of your life. And yeah. now where did it go? There were like a couple shanks. Mm -hmm. Bad stuff started happening. Bad. What'd you shoot on the front nine? I made a five footer on nine to shoot 49 yeah after Ouch. shooting 74 the first day <laughs> shoot and 74 I, my worst nine hole score junior year was probably what like 37 30 was it a 39 i don't even know. i don't think i shot 40 yeah i don't think so i shoot 49 so. at state <sighs> and my friends still to this day give me shit for it <laughs> that's why you have friends that's right <laughs> And then you shoot 36 on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a, we got it. But like nothing and happened. Then, yep. And you still finished in the top. You were you 24th yeah. or something. No, I finished 17th. 17th. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still like. It's a nice recovery though. Fine. I played three great nines. Yes. And then Stevie Wonder played the front <laughs> for me the second day. So if you had a shot of 38, 39 on that. On finished that front, in the top five. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's, that's too bad. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but like looking back at it, like. You redeemed yourself, though. Yeah. But second, I mean, the back nine, that helps. Yeah, And, for and sure. better that it was your junior year. And I was yeah. more yeah. proud. I, was, I wasn't even like, I was more proud of myself for the way I handled it. Yeah. Instead of... Coming back after a 49 and yeah. shooting 36. Instead of mailing it in yep. and kind of like, there Being was a bunch of people there watching. Showing everybody that you were a head case, couldn't get out of your Yeah, own there way. were no club yeah. throws. There were no... Yeah. It was just nothing. unfortunate. Yeah. Like on number seven. We'll go back to number seven. <laughs> it says par four, huge bunker on the left side. Hit a drive just right, which is the miss. Yeah. And we had like 105 yards to a middle pin. And I'm thinking like, okay, I'll hit 56. Like I know for sure I can get it over this pine tree. Hit it a little thin, flies into like the top half of the tree. Yep. And there's a hundred th people. Watching. There are so many people there. I mean, it's <laughs> like to this day, the most people I've had watch me play golf. And yeah, I bet it was triple digits. People yeah. Oh, I there. think so. Uh, there were people everywhere. everywhere and there were like a couple rules officials around on all the holes mm -hmm. and no everyone's like 
that ball did not come out of that pine tree. It flew so, into the pine tree and disappeared. It disappeared. So we shook the tree. I mean, we're trying Everything. to like get we're trying to like get it to cuz we have to know, we have to find it in there to take an unplayable. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a lost ball and now he has to hit the same shot again, which was what we which had way to do. Which we had to do, yeah. So you, up couldn't, you couldn't find the ball at all? No. I, I, it did any, not come I, out of the freaking tree. Did anybody find it like no. years later? And I, suddenly there's... I bet you it is still <laughs> still a damn there. pine tree. Like it, it got down into a, into a, a crevice, cro- a crevice yeah. and it's just it got in there. And you know, at most tournaments, you'd be able to be like, well, we all know it's in there. Just yeah. take, a, take an unplayable two shots two club links but, but not in tournament play. you gotta just not a state, you no. gotta yeah. find it to know it's in there otherwise who knows maybe it bounced and it's somewhere else sure. and just because 100 people didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't come yeah, out exactly right? <laughs> yeah all so. of why not county didn't see the golf ball <laughs> yeah and that one was kind of like where we looked at each other like wow this isn't our this this isn't the day no <laughs> uh but it, you, you did redeem yourself yeah. and then obviously like, i got a great great career after that end up getting recruited by Akron mm-hmm. your senior year to yeah. play. So, uh, so at this point you're a, let's, let's say you're, we just finished your junior mm-hmm. tournament. When did you start getting notices from universities or, or um, colleges? I went on a lot of my visits were junior year. Okay. So um, by sophomore year, you were probably on in communication. Radar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, cause that's before they changed the rule. They have a rule now where you can't contact kids until a certain date. Yeah. yeah June, it was June 1st. I think it's September f- or yeah. June 1st now of their junior, junior year. year going into their Sixth, junior year, 15th. June 15th yep, going, okay. into junior year. going into junior year. Okay. Thanks. Thanks Barack. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. and so you got who, a few schools look. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who all were, who all who I was interested in, who were you interested in? My first visit was at Wright State, oh. which is awesome because Brock's first visit was last weekend at Wright State. At Wright. So it's, it's cool for me, especially to watch him. Following your footsteps yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like watching myself from four years ago. Yeah. So it's cool that his first visit was the same as mine. Is that only four years ago? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, not okay. crazy. <laughs> five years ago, <laughs> whatever fine. it is. Yeah, your junior year would have been five years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, and how'd you, so, and then quite a few other schools mm-hmm. that you That's were interested great. in. Yeah. A lot of like Mac schools. Yeah. Um, Akron, Kent, yeah. Toledo, yeah. Yep. Miami. Yep. All that. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. And then you decided Xavier on Akron because they had a great program and a great home course. Yeah. I was between my final three, was my final four was um akron miami bowling green xavier oh xavier i forgot about that yeah Yeah. xavier was i really like xavier um the coach that recruited me isn't there anymore Mm. like i thought we had a great visit and he like really made me feel like i was wanted there Mm -hmm. and he came to watch two basketball games in high school to see how i was like a leader on the court because he knew i was a captain on the basketball team yeah and he was like, I want to see how he interacts in a competitive atmosphere and never gave me an offer. Yeah. Weird. I was just waiting on it. He's like, I'll have your offer by this time and never got it. Huh. Did so, you reach out to him at any point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it was kind of like, yeah, I got, it was like super abrupt. Yeah. Like, two foreigners are coming in. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess I'm down to Miami Bowling Green and, <laughs> and Akron then. <laughs> 
They, uh, it's, it's amazing how coaches can really make you feel like you're the, the one and only person they're interested in until something else pops up. There are a lot of coaches that are great coaches and really bad recruiters. And, and there are really good recruiters and really bad coaches. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And recruit, so, recruiting is a, a, it's a sales pitch. It is for sure. Yeah. It makes it really difficult for the juniors mm -hmm. because you think you're going into a certain atmosphere and it's completely different than what you thought it was. You think be. somebody really has an interest in you and yep. your game and then come to find out they're just interested in a number that you play. Right. Or, or a position. And, and making sure they've got eight kids on the hook. Yeah. Right. So that yeah, they so can they get the more you. kids, they the get. more money they bring in. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, Akron ended up being Akron. So it ends up being Akron. Yep. And this I went on a visit in May and committed three days later. Okay. To coach trainer. He's an awesome guy. Where's um, he now? He's now at Boise State. Okay. So I'm kind of pushing Brock to go on a visit out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should. Because yeah. Coach Trainer's an awesome dude. Yeah. And he was really good to me. Um, and we still talk a little bit, too. Yeah. So, we talk more now than we did when I was in school. So that because, was your junior year? Yeah. I committed yeah, okay. May 15th, my junior year. Okay. Um, I was sitting on a field trip at school at a Toledo Mud Hens game, and I posted my <laughs> commitment post on Twitter. Nice. <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Or X, or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it's yeah, called. Right. Twitter. Yeah. It was Twitter, though. It was Twitter, yeah. Um, so, so the elephant in the room is that you never went to Akron. No, never stepped foot on campus um, for a class. The only time I was ever on campus was for the visit, <laughs> and now to visit friends. But Yeah. So, you, so that's, uh, you know, then you play your senior year, and then we get to basketball season of your senior year which was so much fun yeah you guys had a great team lost the first game of the year and then didn't lose again who'd you lose to the willard. first game freaking willard man they have our number uh, yeah <laughs> kicked our ass in the district championship the year before played That's them first game of the year and who'd they have they had like a kid Ed triplet cooper parrot yeah they had a bunch of good players they were oh, really yeah. good yeah we were really good too Oh, for sure. But like a great battle, uh, like one of our, like, I think one of the best teams we've had take the Diebler days out mm -hmm. and it's definitely top five, t top 10 upper basketball team. Yeah. You in tw 21 games in a row, go into the tournament mm -hmm. 21 and one that year. Yep. Had a couple unfortunate situations happen before the it, tournament even where we lost a couple guys. Lost a couple guys that everybody thought would matter. Mm -hmm. And those guys did contribute, no doubt. For sure. But then get to the tournament and almost seem like better than you had been with them, which we is weird. We were just, <laughs> it was an extra chip on our shoulder and we were all super excited to be there and wanted to prove everybody that said we couldn't do it wrong. Yeah. You, you couldn't do it without them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you had, it, ended, it ended up um, Cameron McCreary. Yep. You, Evan Young. Yep. Gavin. Yep. Carey. Trent Bamer played a huge part in that. That's right. He was like a blocking machine. He was like a defensive Him. machine. <laughs> Cade Adams. Cade Adams. Was that's right. Huge in the tournament. Oh yeah, like just could knock threes could down miss. like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you guys made a great run. I mean, Evan Young was so smooth and so. Evan and Cam good. were absolutely <laughs> unstoppable oh. in the tournament. Oh yeah, like because we hit the, Cam hit the had the buzzer beater layup at Harris the first game of the tournament against Mansfield Senior. That's right. And that's the first game we had without the guys that couldn't play in the tournament. Yeah. And yep. I had a high ankle sprain from senior night against Winford, so I'm playing on one and a half legs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was our best defender, and all of a sudden oh, yeah. I couldn't guard their best player, so Evan had to, which is just draining. 
yeah, takes him exactly. away from his offensive his offensive ability. So it was an awesome win. And Cam hit the buzzer beater, which we won't get into too much detail, but some people thought it was before the buzzer. Some people didn't. Well, that's how, <laughs> hey, that's high school. What was it and, called? Was it called fair? Or was it called it was, good? It, yeah, it was Th- called then good. Then it's in. <laughs> then it's always going to be in. The buzzer went off before the clock hit zero. That's uh-huh. right. So the buzzer went off with like 1.2 seconds left. And oh. then Cam and- laid it in. Before the clock hit zero, but the buzzer had already gone off. So everybody thought. But the refs counted it because it went in or he because was out of his hand before goes, zero. It still goes by the clock, the clock. and the and the referee's whistle. Yep. It does not. The the buzzer doesn't matter. Why would that buzzer go off early? That doesn't even make sense. <sighs> because somebody probably had their hand on yeah. it and was nervous and probably hit it. The guy Cyrus, who was keeping score. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Busiris. We love you, Busiris. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you win that game on a buzzer beater. Yeah. Then you go to the, the next round. We played Ontario in the district semis. Played Ontario. Which were, they were a great basketball team. Yeah. And we scrimmaged them every summer prior. Played them the summer before. They had three really good guards. Their posts were okay. And we had the same strengths, really. Yeah. So it was kind of like whoever made more shots was going to win the game. Yep. Like and a shootout. Yeah. We yeah. played great. And we won by eight or 12. Yeah. Easy. Then you played Norwalk, and that was your last game. Our last game. That was your last game. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Norwalk's coach too, Coach Gray. Yep, Steve Gray, great um, guy, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, when I was elementary school, we would go watch Norwalk basketball games because Norwalk's coach coached my dad at Ridgedale, oh, okay. and he was almost like another father figure for yep. my dad. Yep. So. He had always been in touch with them. They were buddies. We'd go watch the games. Yep. So playing against Steve Gray in the district championship my senior year meant something. Yeah. 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 Uh, especially in retrospect, that that was in a way that might as well have been the state championship. Yeah. That was it was the, the last, last game. That was the last game anybody played yeah. uh, that year. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I remember that game. I know, oh, you, I know you remember that game. I've probably watched that film 20 <laughs> Dude, times. Uh, if you, it, those of you out there that were at that game, know it was intense. Was we it, led the game you, you were for 1.7 seconds. And that was the last 1.7 seconds of the game. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, it would, but it was always close. And you yeah. guys kind of like came, came from, we would the back, but we'd I mean, be down was, 12 and then we'd cut it to four and then we'd go back down by eight. And then we cut okay. it to two, then we go back down by six, and then yeah. it'll get up to ten. We were down ten going into the last into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And but never gave up. Trent Bamer in the fourth quarter was unbelievable. Had I'd, three huge blocks, a yep. couple huge rebounds. Cam and Evan took over. Yep. I was just I was just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. And you were hurt and not you weren't really hurt by no, this. Yeah, point, I wasn't super but, hurt, but I was not a hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's contributing, everybody's contributing. Everybody in that gym assumes Evan Young's taking the last shot of the game. Everybody. I mean that's, everybody <laughs> thought Cam was going to because we're down by four with thirty seconds left. And Cam goes down, does some little dribble move he does and lays it in. And we foul him with twelve seconds left. And they go to one and one, and the kid misses. So we're down two at twelve seconds, and Cam's bringing the ball down the floor, and everybody's kind of like, "Okay, let's get the hell out of the way and let Cam do something cool." Right. But Cam did something cool. We were just kind of there, and he kicked it to me. Oh, I I don't even I blacked out. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I just chucked it up, and it went in. That's all I remember. He drove, and he did. It was just a classic kind of drive, spin, in and out, kick, crossover, and kicked it to me on the wing. And you and Coach were- Nepper, Coach Paul Nepper. 
always bitched at me. Hey, if you're going to shoot a three, you better be on the line. Why are you three feet behind the line? Yep. And that vin- in, in the film, I'm three feet behind the line. Like he's always bitched <laughs> at me for. And he kicks out to you. How about that, Still made it. And you were, you, 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 did, you had a couple feet, but your defender got out Yeah, he was, decently, he was there. And he you get there. it there and make it with one second left, and it was like pandemonium. Awesome. It was, yeah. It was so cool. It was still to this day my favorite sports moment, being able to share that with Evan and Cam. Oh, yeah. And Cole, who was hurt and couldn't play with us. That's right. He had, yeah. So he's on crutches, and he couldn't do anything but watch. Yep. So being able to hold the trophy up with Evan and Cam and Cole yeah. was super special. Yeah. And 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 then Ottawa Glandorf was next. Nah, um Yeah, Shawnee. That was okay. We had to play against one of the best kids in the state, and I was gonna have to guard him with a bum ankle. Yeah. So I was gonna get shit on that game. We were probably gonna <laughs> lose. So this is uh, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is probably like that game was probably like March. 11th or I think it was a little bit earlier than that. Eighth first or week something. of March. Yeah, first yeah. week of March. And we, that week, we were playing on a Thursday. Me, Evan, Gavin, and Cameron, All we were sick. like best friends in high school. So we always hung out after the games and um, we were hanging out the weekend before, like after the Norwalk game. And we all got sick. And yeah, like pretty real sick. Like real sick. We weren't at school Monday we weren't and at, Tuesday, maybe. No, we or, were at school every day, but we didn't go until lunch. We only right. went in for half a day so we could still practice. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> we're, we're in there, like jokingly, like, oh, yeah, we have COVID. Like, all this COVID bullshit, like, that's what we have. Turns out we had COVID. I, I think so, too. I'm, I would imagine Before the, the symptoms came out, like, yeah, you can't taste or smell anything. That's what we were talking about. Oh, we're that's like, right. yeah, we can't taste or smell anything. And then a month later, it's like, yeah, part of the symptoms, you can't taste or smell. Yeah. So there's pictures and videos out there of it was. Evan and I in the locker room <laughs> laying hanging. there, like, face down on the chairs, I, I, barely holding on. Yeah. I remember that morning, because it was the... You guys played that night. Yeah, we were uh, all we there. We were at school. We had yep. school that day, and the... NCAA canceled something well, by uh, that point. That N- was NBA. It was the NBA was yeah, first, was, and it was yeah. like, whoa, the NBA just canceled That's, like the all the games this weekend. Yeah. Oh no, they canceled the rest of the season. Yeah. Right away, and that sort of was like, whoa, this could in ooh, March going to happen here, yeah. and then the NCAA kind of followed suit, and then we find out that the ba- basketball is we same. found out in seventh period. Our bus was supposed to leave at four o'clock. Yeah. We found out at like one o'clock. Like that day. the game has been postponed. So immediately we're all like making phone calls, like teachers like, hey, get off your phone. We're sitting in class. Everybody's looking at their phone. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, why are we not playing tonight? Yeah. So it was weird. And I remember a couple weeks prior, like when COVID first was like. On the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin Carey looks at Evan and I. He's like, how's it feel? You guys aren't going to get to finish your senior year. We're like, Gavin, shut the hell up. Like, (laughs) you're being an idiot. And he was right. Classic Gavin. Yeah. Pushing all the right buttons. So, yeah. So then that's your senior year, which I think is an interesting way. I mean, you, you, you're you not at school for the last three months of your senior year. Yeah. And basketball season's just canceled. Over. No, couldn't play tennis the senior year. No, I want to play tennis senior You were going to play tennis. I couldn't do it. No baseball season. Nope. Like, all that stuff was done. Um, did you guys do the drive-through town graduation? Yeah. yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, it was. I thought uh, it sucked, but... Uh, yeah, I mean it's not as cool as I don't know. I had, it was I, be- it was I, better than sitting in the gym. I was gonna say I, I had to sit through a ceremony, and I thought that sucked. Yeah, yeah so. honestly, I do think that I thought drive through cool. any day. I thought it, they it should, was. I think yeah. they. I still wish they would do it. I think it so wasn't. Too. It yeah. wasn't as bad as 
like looking back at it, like at the time, like you wanted to be with all your friends on your classmates sure. in the gym. Yeah. But looking back at it, like I'm glad we did that because I did not want to sit in that hot gym for yeah. hours. Yeah. Listen, what, cool. what you guys missed out on, I mean, obviously it's it, it sucks that you missed out on it, but at the same time, you got something unique that, oh, yeah. that uh, no yeah. other class has got. Yeah. Which so. kind of bled into freshman year of college too. Yeah. So, so what happened? So freshman year of college, let's, let's move into there. So you've committed to Akron at this point yep. and the, your senior year is about to end. At what point did that not come to fruition? It was May 18th, May 18th. a year and three days after I had committed. Okay. Um, on the night of the 17th, we got a message, all of Akron's golf team and the two commits, me and a kid named Aaron Aptekar, um, got a message, um, zoom meeting nine o'clock tomorrow oh that can't be good so we're like all right we'll probably like talk about how covid's gonna affect our schedule yeah um like what it's gonna look like with covid going into the fall and i had seen on twitter that night akron must cut three programs because of title nine. Oh, so i'm thinking okay there's a rifle team there's an esports team there's <laughs> all this other stuff that no offense, doesn't people don't really care about. Yeah. Nobody really cares about college coffee. They have like, a rifle seriously. team. Yeah, oh. and they're really good too. And really? their esports team is one of the best in the country. Uh. So it makes sense why they didn't end up cutting those ones. Uh, but yeah, I get on the Zoom call, and Coach Trainer is there. Obviously emotional. No, oh, yeah, um, sure. Nobody really had any idea what was going on. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, boys, like I." hate to do this but like we have to cut the program um the ad came on for no more than 15 seconds that's nice and was like yeah you guys we're not having a golf program anymore sorry so, about it so they cut sorry the golf about program it. because of title nine not because of covid correct what oh they said it was covid funding it oh, had okay. nothing to do with covid it was strictly title nine did they have a golf program now the women do oh okay so they have women's golf, but not men's yeah, golf. Nine, all the scholarships got to be the same. So they, oh, it doesn't have to be by sport. It's just that Scholarship they have to keep number, their, number yeah. of, yep. yeah. be, because God forbid they give women the same amount of scholarships. No, I'm not <laughs> saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying like it definitely did. Because Ohio State certainly can't afford to give a couple extra kids free education, right? Yeah, Ohio State. So that I mean, kinda, they're not cutting anything. That was a big kick in the nuts there when Akron cut the program. Because I'd been so excited for it and I've been committed for a year. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, and thinking in my about mind, how, what your life's going to be like in Akron. Right. Yeah. And I had met a lot of people. I mm -hmm. knew all the golf team. I knew most of the girls on the girls team. I knew some other athletes just from mutual friends. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it's late May mm -hmm. after I had already graduated. Yeah. Or like right before graduation. Yeah. It's like, where am I going to go to school next year? And I had like two weeks to figure it out before all the schools closed their applications. And we're like, yeah, yeah. we can't take any more students. <laughs> so that's kind of where Marshall came into play, which I had never seen campus. I coach Grobe never really recruited me. Yeah. We hadn't been in communication at all, but I knew a couple guys on the team. Jake Miller is now the coach at Murray state was a coach at Tiffin at the time and their mm -hmm. home courses, Mohawk country club, which mm -hmm. is where I grew up playing. Um, so we had known each other. He played a Marshall for coach Grobe. He reached out. He's like, Hey, you got to get this kid. He's a great kid. He's going to help your program. Blah, blah, blah. So I committed to Marshall a week and a half later without ever stepping foot Sight on campus. Sight unseen. Huh? <laughs> um, Dude, it was crazy. I mean, and it, you're right. It was had to happen so quickly. Yeah. And it was to. great that you found anything. I didn't like mind the recruiting process the first time 
like with Akron. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Well, like, you, were, you were in high school. Oh yeah, right. you're being yeah. courted. I yeah. mean, it's that's fun to have people want you. Here, come come to our school. Yeah, we'll give you this. We'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like okay, like all like these different people in universities want me. Yeah. So it's up to me but, to where I want to go. But now suddenly you're in the driver's seat. And but you, now you got to find a way. Yeah, I'm posting stuff on Twitter, sending emails left and right, making phone calls, deleting stuff on Twitter. Delete. Yeah, every, <laughs> everything, everything I can do. Uh, and then you, but you end up at Marshall. Yeah. Um, play there for two years. One year. Red really shirt, just Redshirted year. freshman year. Cause we didn't have a fall season cause COVID. Oh, okay. So yep. I didn't want to waste the entire year of eligibility. Cause for college golf, it works. If you hit one shot, That's... it counts as a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's not like football where you can play three or four games and still be able to redshirt. Yeah. Yeah. If you hit one shot, you can't redshirt. Yeah. So, uh, decided Marshall wasn't for you after a couple of years. Yep. And which no hard feelings to Marshall coach Grobe's awesome. Um, the guys on the team, I miss them every day. Yeah. And especially this time of the year with everybody going back to school and all my friends going back, I wish I was going back to Marshall as well to hang out with all my buddies. Yeah. But, or at least back to somewhere where all your friends were. Yeah. Yeah. But instead you're going to try to make money playing golf. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I decided to do after, um, last winter, winter of 2023. Two. gotcha yeah yep so how's it going it's going yeah uh it's <laughs> so, not going great so tell us how so, like, so does that first of all does that ruin your eligibility then yeah i can't okay. like i couldn't go back to college and play golf so you've committed to this yep. to golf yep. but not as a as a college correct okay gotcha yeah and i love it it's like the my favorite thing i've ever done getting oh, to yes. travel and play all these awesome golf courses sure. um with a bunch of awesome guys that i've met along the way so is this working on your like PGA card? Is that what yeah, kind the plan of. is? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know the process real well. Yeah. So there. explain the, pro- what's the tour? What are you, what tour are you playing on? So right how? now I play mostly on the G pro tour, which is based out of the South. It's one of the biggest mini tours in the country. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a step below the PGA affiliates, like mm-hmm. Canada, Latin America, corn Ferry, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like where guys go play to get ready for that stuff. Yeah. So it's awesome because you go to any tournament and, out of the 138 guys in the field, you could pick any name out and they could win. Yeah. So it's not like you go it's, to a Hogan, you know, this kid's going to shoot 70 in nine holes. It's, it's 90th through 95th percentile. Yeah. Like it's all the same. Yeah. Good. Oh, that's that's yeah. competitive. At it's least. awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, they're all three day events um, cut after two days and the cut throw is really low. You got to play great to make the cut. So how do you pay for all that? Like, is there entry fees and all that stuff? Yeah, there are entry fees are expensive. They're, Right around a thousand dollars per tournament. Yep. Um, I don't want to get too into it, but but I'm it, fortunate enough to have people and companies that back me. Um, so it's not all yeah. entirely out of pocket. Right. Because without the people that help me out, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. For sure. Yeah. Because so, it's too financially demanding. So what what kind of courses are you playing? You're not playing like Bob's Wayside. No. Obviously. No. Yeah. <laughs> the courses we play are really good. Okay. Um. But at the same time, it's hard for these super nice private clubs to give up their course for four days because the members will get pissed. Especially over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are during the week, actually. A lot of them are like Monday practice rounds, tournament, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, that's good. That way they they can still play on the weekends. Right. But some of the courses are okay. Mm -hmm. Some of them are really good. 
Um, it probably helps you to play the okay ones because you you've at least played a lot of okay courses. That's where what high some school guys, golf around here is. Some yeah. guys grow up only playing perfect golf courses. Perfect yeah. golf courses. Yeah, yeah. But I love it. It's yeah. fun. It's the most stressful thing I've ever had to do because yeah. traveling by yourself also sucks. <laughs> Brian knows he's always <laughs> I on the road all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. you go play golf for five or six hours you're at the course for six or seven hours with your warm-up and playing yep. and then go practice afterwards and then you go sit in a hotel bar and have a drink and stare at the tv i don't get to do that too much on the road <laughs> i don't get to have too many drinks on the road but it is a lot of just go back to the hotel and you're just kind of there by yourself and just, the only thing you can do when you're by yourself is really think about how shitty you just played <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard yeah yeah and it's nice like when you get to travel with people because oh, yeah. it's like almost feels normal. Right. Like you just, you're just hanging out and then you go play golf. So do you have people on the tour that, that you're touring with that, that, you know, through the recruiting process and all that? Or? Yeah. Sometimes it's not a lot of the recruiting process. It's a lot of the guys that I've met just from playing in the tournaments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of the same guys. It's mostly the same guys. Yeah. yeah. And where are you playing that? Where are you living now? In um, Georgia? I've been, I've been with my parents in Harpster. Okay. Um, for the last like month or so i was okay. in columbus living with evan young and hunter gottfried this summer which mm -hmm. was a ton of fun get to hang out with two of my best friends from home um we all kind of did our own things during the day i go practice and play and they'd work and then we get to hang out in the evenings and it like felt like normal and fun and it wasn't like okay yeah like, like i'm only playing golf like it's the only thing i have to worry about like, like you were a normal 20 something yeah. yeah yeah i think it's important to get that balance it, like, sure. it can't be yeah. all golf no yeah no. i mean Brock and I talk about it a lot. Like it's not that fun. It, it It's supposed <laughs> to be fun, but most of the time it's just frustrating. Even when you play well, it can still be a very frustrating game. It's not just For like sure, pure yeah. pleasure. You're always you know? going to have days when it feels like work. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Especially Even, like the days when it's, 105 degrees mm -hmm. and you're like, I do not want to go practice right now, but I have a tournament next week. So I have to go practice. Ooh. <laughs> motorcycle driving by yeah i was like whoa what is that <laughs> wonder if that's dad we got the windows open because it's uh warm in the podcast studio today it is probably our warmest uh recording day we've had this year yeah no rain so that's because i'm in but, here that's so yeah <laughs> I, I didn't say it was hot <laughs> uh okay sweet so what w then you're moving to georgia yeah i'm tomorrow i'm leaving tomorrow actually yeah oh, tomorrow. tomorrow morning okay. and um fortunately found an awesome apartment that comes furnished which was super oh. important to me because i didn't want to have to worry about hauling stuff down there where are you living in georgia um on saint simon's island um a lot of people know about sea island the golf course there's the rsm classic is a pga event that's down there every year and it's a very uh like golf hub okay the island's not very big but there's six seven eight golf courses on the island saint simon's island yeah okay um, is, is there robert Trent Jones courses down there. There's not. There's that, some that's not far away, but okay. there's not any on the island. But at um, least there's architecture, golf architecture down there. All the sure. courses down there are phenomenal. Yeah. Ocean um, Forest Golf Club. That's one that I cannot wait to play. The GM really? <laughs> out there is an incredible guy. Um, he's going to help me out a little bit with getting to play there. Yeah. Sea Island is awesome. Sea Palms is where I play. Okay. The GM of golf out there, Clark, is an awesome guy. He helps me out a ton. They have an awesome deal for pros, like a membership deal, so where it's not expensive at all. It's yeah. $500 for the year. Oh, wow. Um, huh. Includes weight room, pool, short nice. game yeah. area, range, golf 
cart every time. Vegas. I mean, like, and the guest rate is not cheap out there. It's over a hundred dollars. So mm. you get your money's worth within a week of being there. Just oh, yeah. yeah. And you get my membership runs through next the end of next February. Can you work there? I mean, will they? It, can um, you, could you work there? I mean, hypothetically, yes. Okay. The situation I'm in now, I. Yeah, I don't know what I, off the record, can't work because of contract. Okay. Yeah. But yes, I could. Gotcha. I mean, that uh, can stay on the record. You, know, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't mention anything specific about the contract. So yeah, I've yeah no that's names, fine. So I yeah. wish I had a contract that said I couldn't work. No shit. All man. you can do is play golf. What do it? <laughs> it's hard. I'm telling you, it will I'll fucking s- exhaust you. <laughs> oh, though. I bet. I'm sure. Playing golf. Sure yeah, it will. yeah, it's a it, it's a grind. We yeah, always said that. It's, so it's a grind. Hard. It's super stressful. Like everybody thinks it's like not everybody. A lot of people think it's a really tough topic of conversation when like I go hang out with my buddies and I go to a bar and there's a bunch of people between the age of 21 and 24 and they're like, where do you go to school? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't go to school. Like, what do you do? And that puts me in a really uncomfortable and awkward situation because sure. <laughs> I hate talking about it because yeah. some people think it's like the coolest thing in the world and when I ask you a million questions about it and then you have to tell them like yeah dude I make zero money yeah (laughs) (laughs) he told me the other day he goes I'll probably do this till I'm 28 and then I'll be broke and then I'll have to go find a job (laughs) go do something but um other people are like okay so you're unemployed and it's like yeah pretty much kind of yeah Yeah, kind of. I mean, except it's, I mean, no, you, I you're am, working. You're working. I am super like thankful and fortunate to have the people that back me so I can do what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I know that 12 year old me is super proud and happy of 21 year old me because yeah. it's what I always wanted to do when I was a kid. Good. Yeah. So at I least mean, I can tell people like I tried and I chased my dreams, even if it doesn't work. Listen, like, at the end I, of the day, I the, wanted to. the only Agreed. person you have to make happy is you. Exactly. I yeah. mean, and, and if mom and dad are okay with it, then yeah, yeah then you're. Oh, and your parents are super supportive. Yeah, yeah for sure. My parents so, are incredible. Yeah, they are. I have a very, very, very good support system. Yeah. All my yeah. friends, my family, everybody you, is super supportive. Of your me. grandma and grandpa used to drive to Wyandotte County. Mm-hmm. pretty much twice a week yeah. to watch. They watched almost every, and now they, they do it for Brock. A, they watched a solid three quarters of your golf matches. Yeah. And yeah, now they come up for Brock. And it's awesome. I haven't even gotten to Georgia yet and they're already planning a trip down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're so, great. It's awesome. Grandma yeah. took me shopping the other day to get some kitchen supplies that we didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so then what else is in the future for Brett Montgomery? I got a couple of tournaments still this fall. I have one next week. Um, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Do they play all winter? I mean, obviously. Um, the Tour Championships in December. Okay. Um, then they take like late December, January off for the holidays mostly. Yep. And even down south, the courses aren't phenomenal that time of the year. So gotcha. it's not yeah. like a lot of people want to spend a thousand dollars. Well, it's like the three. Most tournaments are between twenty five hundred and three grand with hotels, uh-huh. travel, yeah, food, sure. gas, everything. yeah. And you need a break. You do. Yeah. There's like some like little one day, two day shootouts in Florida. Mm-hmm. To like the Florida Pro Golf Tour or something that I'll probably try to play in a couple of just to stay in a competitive mindset. Yep. Um, but the season will pick back up in February. Um, I think I have four or five tournaments left for the G Pro um, until the break for the winter. Yep. So, so where do you go from there? Like, is it? Is the next step the PGA Tour, or is it one of Not the... Not quite. Um, like the Australian Tour or Canadian yeah, so Tour? This, this, uh, this fall, they have Corn Ferry Q School, okay. where you can play in this qualifying to get yourself on the Corn Ferry Tour, which is 
one step below the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. Is the Corn Ferry Tour what used to be the Nike Tour? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. And the web.com. It's that. Yeah. The new, the Corn Ferry Tour is the old web.com. Gotcha. So I would love to play in that, but it's not financially reasonable. Oh. It's very expensive. You pretty much have to have like a full on you, sponsor I mean, you, that's good. Or you need to play better than I am to have some money to where you can pay for it. But I don't have the money to pay for it because I'm playing like shit right now so um what's, so play, I'm, I'm what's not, playing like shit like what's the lot you played at mohawk yesterday with bro that with doesn't brock? count i kicked brock's ass yesterday what'd you way. shoot 66 yesterday <laughs> 64 kicked dad's ass on friday yeah nice <laughs> do do does like mohawk seem super easy now like just, yeah, just like it sounds like kind of douchey to say but like if i go out to mohawk and don't shoot below like 68 or 69 it's just kind of like okay just because i'm so used to playing there and I step up on any green. I don't have to read a putt because I know what it's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the back of my hand. Who hits but up further, you or Brock off the tee? I still get him. You do? <laughs> I still get him. He's getting close, though. Oh, yeah. You're just bigger than him still. I mean, you're taller and just yeah. got a little more yeah, little more momentum yeah. going with it. Nice. All so right. I, well, st I still get him. Yeah. And also, shout out to Brock. Brock has been awesome to me. Like, especially, like, since he's getting more competitive now and starting to play in the, these big junior tournaments, him and I can go play and, like, we'll talk shit to each other the night before, and I'll still end up kicking his ass, but it's cool to be able to, like... <laughs> he's competitive yeah, with you. Yeah. yeah. He is your biggest fan. He's yeah, uh, always he been... Since and you I'm were his, a kid. And, like, especially now that he's, like, doing all this college stuff, like, I'm his biggest fan. Like, yeah. there's nobody that gets more excited other than him about him going on a college visit than I do. Yeah, that's awesome. It's been fun, like, yeah, oh, Brock caddied for me at uh, PGA Tour Canada Q School this year, wow, which was a lot nice. of fun until the day it was raining and he left my rain jacket in the car and I almost <laughs> drop kicked him on the golf course. That's a, that's a good experience for both of you. For oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys, cool. for sure, between you guys and your dad. Yeah. I mean, you guys just have a great, like, you guys have spent a lot of time together. Yeah. That not everybody. I mean, all parents try to do it in different ways, but it's cool that you guys do it on the golf course. Yeah, and, and I told Brock yesterday, like... Part of like one of my favorite things about being home is getting to go play golf with Brock and dad and mom's been playing a lot too. Like I Sam came with us yesterday and like getting to go play with them on like Sunday mornings mm -hmm. is awesome. Church, I told Brock going to church, man on the way yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. I told Brock on the way there yesterday. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't tell you this enough, but like getting to go play golf with you on Sunday mornings is like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And it's awesome. Cause he's like just a younger version of me. Yeah. So. Not as cool as I was at 17. But. <laughs> uh, all right. We have anything else? We're over an hour. So I think uh, we could probably say goodbye and, and get it going unless Brian has any questions. No, I, I, I'm good. I, that was fascinating. I don't know much about the golf like tournament world. So it's kind of a. It is. A, it, there's a lot to it. I, I know there's a lot to it. Yeah, I know there's a lot to it, but I, I don't understand any of it. We've got friends that, you know, played in high school and played then played and went on to play in college also. So. It's a. Uh, it's nice to hear this this side of it. The, yeah. You know the working class side of golf. Yeah. For so sure. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a lot. Brock and I talk about it too. Like, you have to want to do it. You yeah. do. It's yeah. not like AAU basketball. Like, it's pretty darn easy to know 
who you talk to, you to, to find somebody that's got a travel basketball team and then you go try out for it. Yeah. But golf, you do it all on your own. It's all on your own. It's yeah. like, there's not somebody asking you to come. The AJGA doesn't call you and be like, Hey man, we really would love you to come play. It's like, you have to sign up for the tournaments. You yeah. have to get yourself there. There's also, you know, the, the thing that a lot of people don't fully understand is that you can make a living doing it. You, you can, albeit it's not a, a big living, but some of my friends <clears throat> that I have met, have just this year alone without even the last five events have mm-hmm. made more money than they would working an office job yeah. just yeah. on this tour too so so, you, so the, the money is not only at the pga tour if right. you're playing these mini tour stuff and you play well you'll make good money contingency money yeah. stuff like that i mean th- there's ways to do it if you're if you're smart enough to understand the industry and know where the money is you mm-hmm. can chase after it as you're doing it you also have to be smart with the money that you earn because yeah. it's so expensive to play in these right you can't like a lot of your earnings go to your tournament next week. You're right back. You into can't it. just go, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it'd be just like if you were a professional trying to be a professional fisherman or a professional motorcycle racer, like the tournaments are out there. You just have to go compete in them and eventually get better and work your game and, and try it, to win them. It, That's kind of what this year has been for me. Mostly it's kind of like get my feet in the water. Yeah. Kind of get used to like playing under the pressure and playing in these tournaments that do have cuts. If you make the cut, you make money. Yeah. And lucky enough for me and i was very fortunate to play very well in my first event and make some pretty good money yeah and that was kind of like okay let's get the ball rolling yep um and i've kind of been in a little slump recently but i'm excited to get back down to georgia where it's only like me the weight room the golf course just golf yeah yeah Yeah. yep it's almost like a gig industry yeah you know you 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 have to it's it's like a gig industry except if you don't perform you don't get paid it's it's a yeah right <laughs> so it's like a performance gig industry where you have to go like it's like playing in a battle of and not only having a band you're playing in a battle of the bands every week but you have to but you have to go to that battle of the bands every week also so you have to you have to find transportation there you have to pay for hotels you yep. got to do all the stuff that that costs money yeah that hopefully you can you know, reap the benefit at right. the, at the yeah. event. And when you're at home, like going out to eat sounds like a lot of fun. And you're on the road for two <laughs> weeks and all you want's a home cooked meal. It's yeah. like, oh, mom, yeah. will you please come down to Georgia and make me make anything, me. literally anything. <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwich would be anything. Fine. Anything I, I don't do have to make. do not want to eat at some shitty steakhouse again. Yeah. This week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'll be fun. Uh, sweet. Okay. Well, great. I think we've, we've said it all. Yeah, good luck down there. Sweet, yeah, I, I appreciate it. I don't know it. how else to how else to wish yeah, you, thank wish, you send you off, but All right, you got any yeah. shout outs for anybody? Um, I think I shouted out everybody. That you did do some shout outs. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Cool. Jeff Winslow has been been a big part of my life for the last six years. Awesome Great guy. dude. Yeah. Great dude. And so, he's getting the golf bug too. Yeah. Jeff, get some new freaking grips for the golf clubs, <laughs> dude. Get rid it's of your ex wife's clubs. <laughs> it's time for new ones. Uh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it has been a ton of fun here with Brett today. Uh, Brian and I appreciate everyone listening, and we will be right back at you here with a little closing statements after we get Brett out of the studio. Thanks again for listening to Real Stories. All right. Well, yeah. Brett Montgomery. Grinding, man. He's just grinding. grinding. Ooh, yeah. maybe maybe that'll be the the title of this grinding. episode <laughs> grinding with brett montgomery <laughs> uh yeah no really cool i told you that he's, he's just a good guy he's yeah he's, he's fun to talk to he was he, yeah. yeah 
Uh, I was a great memory. I, I can't remember the last round of golf I played, and he remembers every stroke he took. Oh, he is. That's I, amazing. I, I, uh, the good players, man, they yeah. have, they just remember everything. I think it means more to them than oh. it must to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, also, when you go play a round of golf and you take 74 shots. Yeah. Well, versus, a, versus 74 in a, on the front nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little easier to remember. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a lot of cool stuff in there, uh, you know, all the way back to just getting involved in like Hoga stuff, you know, yeah, Heart of Ohio. Heart of Ohio. Um, and then the AJGA, the American Junior Golf Association, like those are cool organizations that he's involved yep. in. Hickory Grove Golf Course got yeah. brought up. Yeah. Those of you out there that are listening that miss Hickory Grove like we do, I mean, it was a great, you know, this is another golf course to play around here. And that was a nice course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closed down a few years ago, and now it's just a field and some grasslands it's out there. A field of dreams. It is a field of dreams. <laughs> uh, the clubhouse is still out there. It is. And I've always, yeah. I always loved that clubhouse. Uh, yeah, it's like a cool. There eight. was a pool there. There was uh, they had lockers and everything in the kitchen. It was it was a nice clubhouse. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah so then you know a little bit about Marshall, a little bit about uh, Akron, a little, yep. little bit about Georgia. So I mean, it was we were kind of all over the place, but I thought it was cool. I, I think what I like the most about it is that I, I never really fully understood the uh, what the amateur slash professional golf process, like what happens after college golf between college golf and the PGA Tour. I, I don't I didn't know any of that and I didn't know how it all worked. I, I think it was fascinating to hear that y- you can do that. Yeah, like, like it's, a, it's a thing and anybody's able to do it. They just ha- you just have to accept the consequences, which is. You know, you're not going to make a ton of money doing it unless you're really good. Right. Yeah. Um, just good. You know, I, I think good to get a young guy on here that's story, you know, whose real story is still in the making. And we kind of got a nice yeah. little like see where it goes. Um, and like he said, like, he loves doing it and he can right now. And he can. Yeah. Uh, I, I think another interesting thing about it is like for me to remember. And again, at the beginning of the episode, I, I listed off all these accomplishments he had. And for me to remember how good he was yeah. here. And, you know, like uh, Liberty Benton's golf coach told me, best golfer that's ever played in this area. And, and now he's just trying to make it. It's not like, yeah. oh, and now he walks onto the PGA Tour right. and is making all this money. It's like hard. As, as good as so he was here. There's so many good players out yeah. there. there. Well, there's probably five just like him in Ohio. Yeah, uh, and then another or four other ones just like him in Ohio, whatever. And then another, you know, times fifty states. There's at least that many. So. And, and every year they're graduating. And every year they're graduating and new ones. More yep. coming. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, there it's a. Uh, and you know, those of you listening that that know golf, know how hard it is. Yeah, and and how obsessive you have to be to get good at it. And I know people who are absolutely golf obsessed that still aren't really that great at it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to overcome a lack of talent. Like desire isn't always going to get you over that, that hill. Brett, thanks for coming on. It was awesome to have you. Good Uh, luck, man. I, I, I wish you the best. I hope you, uh, I hope you make the tournament and when you do, you know, we'll catch you at Muirfield or uh, Firestone. So yeah, well, once Brian and I start bringing in the big bucks, we'll sponsor you. Yeah. <laughs> once we have an advertising budget. Brett Montgomery brought to you by The Real Stories Get a Podcast. sweet Real Stories like patch on his shoulder. That'd be cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Real Story bumper sticker on his, uh, on his golf bag. Oh, that'd be perfect. 
Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening again. We super appreciate all of the support we get from you guys. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so we can keep you getting new episodes when they come out. Check us out on Facebook. We're going to have an X account coming up here pretty soon. So, you know, we got to be hip with the kids. (laughs) Anyway, hey, this has been the real story of Brett Montgomery. We hope everyone enjoyed it. It's been real.